0: hello welcome to jasonnewland.com my name is jason newland this is let me bore you to sleep please only listen when you can safely close your eyes i'd like to say a big thank you to kissy for your uh, paypal gift thank you and Also, just a big thank you, generally, to everyone that listens, and I do want to do a broader thank you to all those people that are listening who are working that you know have to go to work because of being in a uh, I forget the term, but you know, in a a role that an important role. Or, I don't know what the, the government calls it, but so if you're a healthcare worker, or you know, you kind of if you work in the NHS or in hospitals or in a, you know, your health service, or you're working in retail or you're a cleaner, whatever your role is, where you're kind of having to go to work and you're not, you know, unlike the rest of society which is being told that they can't. Uh, I suppose a big thank you, because uh, I saw something on the news the other day. It was like a discussion, and someone pointed out that uh, the public's attitude towards low-paid jobs may start to change when we realise that actually those, some of those low paid jobs are some of the most important jobs. Like cleaners, like working in retail, supplying our food, you know, that kind of stuff. And it seems a shame that we have to go to these lengths, well not we, but maybe some people, uh, in order for them to appreciate. And, I mean, I still don't appreciate them, but you know, I'm just saying for other people that might appreciate them. No, I, I always appreciate everybody, all the time. And I have had lots of different jobs. So I've worked in retail. I've worked in security. I've worked in catering. And so I kind of have also done a bit of care work as well, as well as counselling, and which is part of the care care sector. So I know what it's like to do uh, some of those kinds of jobs and especially retail and when it's busy like Christmas is a lot of a lot of shops not supermarkets so much but a lot of uh, retail shops, they kind of depend upon Christmas and maybe the sales period where they make their money, you know, that really supports them throughout the rest of the year when maybe it's a bit quieter. And I had that when I worked in a gift shop, because I worked, I worked in two different gift shops um, when I was, you know, one in 2004 and then one in 2008 and 2009. So yeah, so I worked in a couple of those, also worked in the co-op, shop, I don't know what you want to call it, store, supermarket. It wasn't that super, but you know, it it was a small supermarket. So, I worked in there when I was 17. And then, yeah, it wasn't until I was 24 or 23 when I started working in retail again. But I've worked during those really busy periods like Christmas, and it's non stop, and it's really, really tough. I mean, pretty much everyone that's working in retail now we'll be going through almost like a Christmas Eve every day of the week. That continuous onslaught of people and they're human beings, most of them. And, and, you know, it's... So I'm, I'm making an effort... I'm making an effort to actually wish people well. And I don't normally do that. I know I'd say thank you and stuff, um, but I've really been sort of. Maybe it's false. I don't know. Maybe I'm being false. But I, I've been saying to people, stay well, keep safe. You know that kind of stuff, which I don't normally say. I and mean, sometimes it can sound more like a threat, can't it? Yeah, you keep keep yourself safe. Yeah. Yeah, you look after yourself. <laughs> you sound a bit threatening. But, um, so at the local garage, uh, the, although oh, I've got a story to tell you. I'll tell you about today, or yesterday, because it's now two 2.36 in the morning on Saturday. I had one of the weirdest days ever yesterday. And basically, my friend, my neighbour, I lent him my last £7 or something. And so he owed me £50, basically. But he was going to give it to me Friday morning because I don't get paid till Wednesday. So for me, it's, it's it's not an investment, but it's kind of like, okay, well, I'll get the money Friday, I'll go shopping, and that'll keep me going until Wednesday. And uh sort of helps him out because he hasn't been paid for two weeks. So it's just to uh, try and help each other out a bit. We also go to hospital with each other and uh, just, you know, help each other out in different ways. But financially, this is this is the last time I ever lend anyone money ever 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 because I haven't got the money to lend but it was just it was there for food but I can't get out can't get deliveries so it's a case of I knew there's no point because I can't go out every day or every two days like I used to now and I can't get a delivery which means I can't you know I need to just buy smaller amounts I might actually lose some weight which would be I suppose better for people that are looking at me (laughs) I can't see myself so it doesn't bother me but anyway but yeah before I tell you the story so I just want to say thank you Um, and I know I'm saying thank you to people that I've never met and you've never served me in a shop probably. But it doesn't matter. I just think it's... You are the heroes of this situation. Um, In this situation, the heroes aren't the police. Or the fire service. Because it's a different situation. If it was like the fires in Australia, the fire service, well, and the public as well, that were helping... They were the heroes in that situation. But in this situation, it's the healthcare workers, the nurses, the doctors, but also the the volunteers, but the people that are giving us our food, that make, you know, make so we can get through, you know? So those are the people that are the heroes, just the people that are quite often maybe ignored to a certain degree, not as human beings, but just like as a collective, uh, they're, just, they're just, you know, going bing, 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 and just, you know, giving you money back, change for the, you know. And a lot of supermarkets have tried to actually replace as many staff as they can anyway with the automatic machines, which I never use. For the same reason why they're not being used now, <laughs> it is. I've always, you know, I've always had the uh, the awareness that we shouldn't all be touching the same thing continuously. I mean, even in the doctors, doctors, it's a GP doctor surgery. Yeah, you have to sign in on a computer screen now. You have to touch uh, a screen. So people are walking in there with all kinds of stuff. Obviously that and a lot that haven't been diagnosed because that's why they go into the doctors and they expect everyone to touch the same screen for me now i haven't i've got I haven't got a doctorate I've got a degree, but it's not in medical stuff it's just counseling but I can see that that's a really really dumb idea to have A big screen that all the customers, all the patients touch. Hundreds of people every day touching that screen. I mean, come on. Anyway, I don't touch a screen. I won't do it. Just like I won't in McDonald's as well. Not that I would go in there very often, but they've got now. They refurbished the McDonald's near where I live. Well, it's not all near where I live, but it's the closest one to where I live. And they refurbished it, and then it was closed for about three weeks or something like that. And they, when I opened it up again, it looked the same as it did before, except they changed the the door, so they made just one. End, they made a different entrance, so you had to go all the way around. To get in. I don't know why that was they did that. Um and there's like, it's like take two screens where you can order your stuff. Or you can queue at the till and order it there. I always queue at the till. I always I've only been in there probably three times since they've opened, like reopened last year or the year before. So I don't. I won't touch those screens. And part of the reason is because I've been in public toilets thousands of times over the years. Not not through some kind of. Um, I've never been arrested. You know, I mean, I'm not not through some kind of weird, <laughs> weird uh, lifestyle choice. I I just. You know, I've been in toilets from school age onwards. And I've seen with my own eyes, all the way through school, all the way from being at home, all the way from, all the way through college, to, to lots of, three lots of college, actually. And also as an adult, being in pubs, clubs, as well as public toilets. That not that many people actually wash their hands. I know I don't, but that's... No, I do, I do. But there's a lot of people, especially when I was in... When I was doing my university course, it was a college uh, which was full of young people, mainly. There's a few... I was 37 when I started. So I was one of the more older people. And they also had, like, I think, people at age 16-plus were there. And... The amount of people, like I'd be just washing my hands, I wasn't loitering, but I'd be washing my hands, looking in the mirror, making sure I've got no bogies and you know, stuff like that, and uh, no weird sprouting out hairs from my ears and stuff, and the amount of times I would see young men, I mean it was men, men's toilets, walk directly out of the toilet, you know, the the poo place you know the toilet uh, cubicle not the urinal but the toilet you know the doors and stuff not that the toilet doesn't have a door but I don't know what you call them but anyway cubicles whatever and I'd walk out and just straight out the door straight out I must have seen it hundreds of times during my three years that I was there So, if that's not a reason to stop biting your nails, there's no other reason. That's a good enough reason to never bite your nails. Also, (laughs) no, I won't go any deeper, but... um, uh, I... um, so I won't touch screens. The weird thing about it, though, when I'm in Argos, I touch the screens and I've got no problem with it. And I don't know why that is. Because Argos is a shop, if you're not from England, UK, Commonwealth, United Kingdom, Britain. And there's a... It's like a catalogue shop, basically. You go in, they've got these... They used to have catalogues, literally catalogues. Tied or connected to the, de- to the tables, and you'd skim through them, and it would all have little numbers, and you'd write a little number on a piece of paper. It was almost like being in a betting shop. The same pens, tiny little blue pens, and you'd write down the number... Uh, so it's like a little betting slip. I mean, that's probably where they got the idea from. And then you queue up and you'd pay for the, you know, you'd give them the slip and they'd, they'd check it on their system. Um, and so, so the. Are you sure? Is, is that for you? I said, so yeah, it is for me. But that's generally for women. So it doesn't matter, just. Is so, it so for your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, it's for my girlfriend, yeah. Can just kind can of pay for it, please? He said, well, "I don't know if it was going to fit you." It doesn't matter. Can I just pay for it, please? She said, "Well, but how are you going to use it? It doesn't matter how I'm going to use it. It doesn't matter. It's just, can I please pay for it?" She said, um, "You know, it doesn't come with batteries." I said, "Oh, what?" She said, "Yeah, you have to actually buy it. Have batteries separate." Do you want me to order those as well? Do you want me to add that? Because I can can find the the code for that quite easily because a lot of people come in here and they buy stuff and the item that they've chosen actually needs batteries, but not everybody realises that. And, you know, in the past, people used to come in, buy something, take it home, especially like a Christmas or birthday presents. And they'd, you know, they'd, they'd open it up or the children would open it up, get all excited, ooh, this is brilliant. And then there'd be no batteries to be able to operate that particular item. So now the management decided that we should ask everyone and make sure that you were aware that it didn't have batteries and to offer you the opportunity to, to, to buy batteries. Um, it's not that we're trying to sell you anything, it's not upselling, you know, we're very happy with the amount you've already spent, more than happy, very pleased indeed. Look at my smile. But it's just giving you an extra bit of service, really. I said, that was one hell of a mouthful. She said, thank you. I said, it wasn't a compliment. She said, Well I thought you you thought you valued retail workers. I said, I do, I do. She said you just said that we were heroes. I said, No you you are, you are. You are okay, forget forget what I said. What about being heroes? No, about no, just you are heroes. You're brilliant. She said, Oh thank you. You've made my day. And I said, Okay. Um, okay, I'll get the batteries then, please. She said, I'll just have to find out which batteries fit. Um, I'm not sure if it's the AA or the AAA. Maureen? Um, do you know if this is... If Look, come here a sec. Uh, do you know this if it goes triple A or double A for this. So Maureen's the other person who's working behind the counter as well, she comes over. Oh, I don't know, I think the best thing to do is just get get the item out and put the batteries in it and test it to see if it works. I said, no. I said, no, 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 no. I'm quite happy I'll get both. I'll get a triple A and a double A. Are you sure sir? Because we're happy to test it. For, no, 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 no. There's no need to even bring it out, or take it out of the box, or unwrap it, or insert anything anywhere. It's fine. And uh, you know, ideally, can you please put it in a in a, a bag? Because i just put it straight into my bag, like without it being in a see-through carrier bag, if that's possible. Oh yeah, of course so, yeah, that's fine, okay. And we did that. Um, but now there's a screens so where you just press what you want, and you order it, a slip print's out, and see, now I don't pay for it. On the computer because there's another screen that you can put you put your card in and you can pay for stuff, and you go and wait for it. Now that doesn't work because what it says is go and go and queue at whatever place, and there isn't such a place. They don't know you exist. And I did that I think once, and I thought, I'm not doing this again. I said, "Excuse me." Said so well, it doesn't come up on the board because when you when you actually pay for it, you go queue up, go to the tills, you pay for it, they give you a slip, they say it's it's A, section A, and you know, here's the number, and it comes up on a screen. But when you actually purchase it through payment system, it doesn't do that. You have to wait for them to call you out. And they didn't. I was just waiting there and I could see my item I could hear it as well because it was vibrating but I could hear it and I said excuse me he said no excuse me I'm busy with a customer I said okay and and in the end I said this is a really bad service this is a it's a really bad system and he said yeah I know so there's nothing to do there. I couldn't couldn't make any changes really. So I just gave them a dirty look and I walked away, pretending to smoke a pipe. And so now you know, it's, it's a, I don't for some reason I don't seem to mind touching those screens. It's weird. I don't know. It's weird. I don't even like touching the screens in a library. And those things are everywhere. They had them in the job centre. Started back in about 10 years ago, they started having those screens, which you had to press. That's probably more than 10 years ago. And it was like, oh man. And suddenly they're everywhere. And I think they have even got them in the pharmacy as well. I won't, I can't, I won't and I can't use them, apart from in Argos for some reason I don't use self-service because that person that works in the self-service has got an attitude on them and they're everywhere every time I go there it's the same person you have an item in the bagging area you have an item in the bagging area Like same that same voice why would you keep following me around and you know it's, there's always an item that's not being read and I'm thinking you know what they don't give us discount I'm doing your job for you and I'm still paying the same amount of money now you do the job it's bad enough that I've got to put the stuff in a bag myself because there was a time when you used to have people who put bag they put your groceries in the bags for you didn't they You know, a hundred years ago or so. But now, it's, uh, I've got to do it all myself. Which brings me to what happened yesterday. (sighs) Yesterday. So, I went to bed. I only did one recording. I've been very tired the last couple of days. Um, a couple of nights ago, I did I think three recordings and had a really good, a good night. You know, a, a progress, not progression. I don't know. I just whatever the word is. I feel I, I, I accomplished something on that evening but the last couple of nights I haven't I've only just sort of made like made one the Let Me Bore You To Sleep recordings or in fact I think two nights ago I didn't do anything and last night I did the or the night before the Let Me Bore You To Sleep Friday morning and I get woken up I, I probably meant a bit about I went to bed about 6 o'clock in the morning so it was early for me because I I like to wake I like to watch um, Cheers which is on at 6.30 in the morning there's usually two episodes so I quite like watching that but that wasn't on Uh, it was on but I didn't I was too tired so I just went to bed and then I got woken up at I think it was 10 o'clock. I didn't know what time it was. The deal was my friend was gonna, he'd basically, he'd he'd left his card with a friend, at his friend's house, and his friend was gonna drop it off in the morning, basically, because he just forgot to bring it, he left his wallet there or whatever. And he was going to go and get the money. When he, in the morning, he was going to give me my 50 quid, put it through that box. I said, don't knock on the door, please. Just put it through that box, because I'm going to be in bed. And he said, yes, you've already said it 17 times. I said, okay. Knock, 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 knock at the door. So I answered the door, you know, it might be half two in the afternoon and so I don't know what time it is. And it's my friend and he's smiling but uh, it wasn't a smile of happiness it was a smile of utter disbelief so I'm like, oh, okay. Now I'm trying to self-isolate and we've kept our distance from each other. We go out, he takes his dog, I take Andre out. We go out together maybe once a day for a walk but we keep our distance we meet outside and we keep our distance when we're outside so we're not you know what I mean We normally we would spend time with each other in each other's flats but the last week or so we've kind of really kept our distance and I've not allowed anyone in here and I've not gone into his home and I'm trying to do the right thing you know Anyway, I had no choice but to let him in simply because he needed my help and I couldn't do it in the hallway. So I needed to try and... He'd already phoned the bank up and they said that they could put the money... They might be able to put the money into my bank from his account, but they'd have to speak to me and get my bank details. And so I said, I might as well just come in he was sitting on a chair away from me so he wasn't close to me or anything. I was on the phone for about two and a half hours to Lloyd's Bank or Co-op Bank or wherever it was. Or was it Barclays? I've even... Forget. Anyway, I was on the, on the phone for ages and ages and... In the end, you know, I was waiting waiting for quite a while, didn't get through, tried again, didn't get through, and it was just lots of hassle. And then the person we spoke to, she was really lovely, and I was, but I was still getting totally, totally... Um, it was just draining me. And then she told me that the Prime Minister... Some news about Prime Minister, um, um, <laughs> which cheered me up. Uh, so, you know, it gave me a little bit of a boost of positivity. And then I just <sighs> kept going, tried to set up the internet um, app, but it wasn't working, the internet wasn't working properly. It just wasn't going, and the internet was fine. So I thought, I had to keep trying it, I think five times had to keep trying to start it. She kept canceling each one on her side, so I could start again. Then it turned out I'd already had one, which hadn't been completed, that's why I was blocking it. So she got rid of that, and we started again. My laptop froze. (laughs) <laughs> so that was great because I was trying to do it on the phone Then she said well try it on your laptop so I did it on my laptop my laptop froze so I had to start the laptop up again and eventually um, the idea was to get the internet banking well first of all she said can't transfer the money into my account has to be done by internet banking So we tried it. Got it all set up in the end. And she said, and it should give me an activation code at the end of it and I should be able to just set it up from my side. But it didn't. It sent the activation code. Which meant I didn't have access. You know, we couldn't use the internet. And she said, well, try and go on and do the automatic... You know, the auto, like the voicemail thing where you can just put in the numbers and, you know, ask what you want. So I tried that and it didn't work. So the lady on the phone said, The bank's open till two. He initially thought the banks were closed because that's what he was told. By the first person that he spoke to. Which is why he came. Because I said that was the first thing I'd have done. I'd just gone to the bank and sorted it. But he he was told they were closed. But this lady on the phone said they were open. till two o'clock. So he went to go to the bank. And he needed me to go with him. So I went with him. All, all the time trying to keep my distance on the bus there was only hardly anyone on the bus but all the time keep my distance from him uh, I left Andre here I just felt my energy just dripping away because it was just you know I just, just wasn't really in the mood for this and we got to yeah, we got to town. Now we were waiting at the bus stop for the bus, didn't know if the bus was gonna turn up. I phoned my friend to find out if she banked. I was gonna phone up everyone I knew, not everyone but just sort of, do you bank with this bank and are they open today? Because I spent quite a while on a laptop trying to find out that information, could not find anything. It was ridiculous. It was just, come on, man. Banks are an important service, aren't they? I imagine quite fairly important considering money. So I phoned up my friend and she said, I said, do you bank with this, with the Halifax or whatever it was? And she said, no, I don't. What's it got to do with you? And who is this? I said, it's Jason she said didn't I tell you never never to call me again I said I forgot she said how could you forget I said I don't know she said I I told you never to call me again ever since that since that incident that happened I said are you still harping on about that she said it was a ten month court case of course I'm still (laughs) harping no no she didn't say any of that she said, uh, what's, what's occurring? And um, so I just, I explained the situation. I said, I'm just trying, we're trying to get to the bank. We don't know if the bus is even going to turn up, but we're hoping. And she said, well, I can lend, how much do you need? I can lend you a hundred pound if you need it. I said, look, thanks, but this is, I don't want to do that. I want to get to the bank and get it sorted you'll be the last option and then after talking to her for a bit in the end she sort of said why don't you just why don't you just put it into your account now and then just give it back if you don't need it I said oh okay then you talked me into it but I wasn't phoning for that I was phoning specifically to find out if the bank was going to be open Anyway, I'm thinking, do we now, Do we need to go to the bank now? And I'm saying to my friend that I said on the phone, I said, well, you know, if you put a hundred pound in my account, I'll give him fifty pound until his card comes through, or you know, so he can start using the bank or whatever. So he gets some money, and I keep my fifty that he owes me then I don't need to go into town I'm, I can just go home and go back to bed and she starts laughing and I said, I'm, I'm not joking that's probably that is what I want to do but I'm not going to do that because that's not why I called the, I was I've come out specifically to get to town to go and do that you know to find to get to the bank and she said, all right, well, I'll put it into your account anyway. And I said, okay, but I'm still going to go to the bank. And that's what I did. I just determined I wasn't just going to turn back and go home. And and then I'd just return that money straight away if if it all went to plan. Well, the bus turned up, which was a good sign. I mean, I was actually on the phone to her. She said, I'll do it now. Just uh that's it Uh, just text me your account number and sort code or something like that I think which did she say that? oh I'm not sure anyway anyway she says you'll do it I said thank you I get on the bus, checking my phone. The phone battery is going down, it's at about 20%. And it's going down, it's starting to bleep every now and then, saying low battery, plug it in. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, <laughs> great timing. I'm sitting on the bus with my friend Still waiting. We get off at where do we get off? All right, first of all we get off at the first bunch of shops. So we decide actually and No, he said, actually, it'll be here tomorrow. So the card will actually, it'll be, because I didn't realise that it'll have the money tomorrow. So I thought, okay, we might as well just go to the shop. I'll take the 50, you take the 50, I'll get food, you get your food, I'll get my prescription, which is what I need to go out for as well, and then we'll come back because I didn't realise the money was coming they'd have it the next day so we get off near the supermarket instead of going into town and my friend I'm still thinking I do want to go into town and check it but my friend uh, I phone her up and she says no it's, it can't do it there's a and it's a two-hour wait. I tried to do it on automatic, and it's a two-hour wait, so the the whole system's just in slow break. You know, it's not working properly. And I said, oh, okay. And she said, oh. Then she called me up and said, my boyfriend, her boyfriend, all is happy to do it. So okay. So I just. I sent him debit credit card and stuff and so we walk up oh no not that yeah at that point we walk up get the bus into town so we get the next bus into town so that's two buses so far we get into town for some reason he's not in a hurry go figure Um, but he does walk three times faster than me when he walks normally so I walk ahead and I'm getting more and more frustrated as this happens like more and more like this is just ridiculous why am I not asleep get to the bank it's closed all barred up shut at the back went round the front There's a sign on the door saying open between 10 and 2. And this was, I don't know, about two minutes past one in the afternoon. So my friend's banging on the door. And the door was rattling, so the door wasn't even properly securely closed. It was, you know, you could probably push it open, actually, if you really pushed hard or, you know, kicked it hard, but that's not a good idea with a bank, is it, <laughs> to be fair? So we go over, sit down on the chair, on some chairs opposite the bank, and just wait and see if anyone comes out. <clears throat> and then other people, like, knock on the door, nothing, ringing the bell, nothing, coming and going. And I said, well... Was no point in staying here is there and I speak and then my, my friend said and then I had a look and I said let's just get back let's just go back I need to get my prescription anyway so we get the third bus and which takes us to where the, the chemist is so I get to the chemist and it's a drive-through chemist but also one you can walk into and there was two people in the queue outside a queue I'd never seen before like a window that I'd never seen before and there was loads of cars and someone said in the queue said that there's a lady there there was a man at the front standing at the window there was a lady standing, you know, a distance away from him. I think wearing a mask or that might just be the way she looked. might have just be her face. But she is... <laughs> and Halloween mask. And she said, oh, yeah, there's a two, two-hour wait for prescriptions. I said, what? Two-hour wait? there's only two of us here, three of us. And she said, no, that's for the cars. So I said, I'm not waiting around. I'm not just, so I, what I do is I go around to where the cars collect their prescriptions and I'm knocking on the window and I'm just standing blocking the traffic. I said, that's, yeah, I'm going to find out what's going on. And I said to the man at the window, Don't worry, well, I'm not trying to jump the queue. I'm just finding out what's going on because I'm not standing there uh, for no reason. No one answered the window. My friend went round to see what was going on because the lady said that they were closed, the one in have of us. Now this is, this is weird, right? The lady went... ...round to the shop... saw they'd actually... ...basically they'd closed for an hour for lunch. So we were probably two o'clock by now. Yeah, it's probably about two o'clock in the afternoon. So they'd closed for an hour... ...from one to two or something. And... ...it just opened... The lady that was in front of me while I was at the window, she she just walked in, went round and walked into the chemist, didn't tell us that it was open, completely ignored, didn't tell me or the man that was waiting that the door, that the place was now open. But my friend who went round, he gave me a big shout, he said, oi oi, oi, it's now open. So I went in and I said there was this young lady, blonde hair and I said, to her, what's the process? She said, what do you mean, what's a process? Like, well every, most shops seem to have a process and they're like one in, one out. And she was like, really, there's no process. But there was a process. She just, she was, I think she was being a little bit and I don't know, maybe she didn't know that there was a process. Because when I actually got out, there was a big queue of people outside waiting to get in. So there was a process, like one in, one out. So I don't know why she was saying, I don't know. Anyway, I... I, um, I chucked a banana at her. So I go in. I said, is it the normal process for getting prescriptions? She said, well, you know where the prescription place is. So I know where the prescription I know I'm just saying is it the same process. Why is this difficult? I'm just trying to abide by your new rules. I'm trying to be a good citizen. And she said, I really don't like you. I said, what? You've only just met me. She said, yeah, but you're a bit obnoxious. I said, if anyone's obnoxious, it's you. And she said... Yeah, I quite like you as well. I said, don't care. You're not having none of this. You've been rude to me. She said, oh, that's a shame. And I thought, "Mm, well, why? What what am I missing? She said, you're never going to know. Now move along, please, old man. So I thought, okay, I walked up to the counter, near the counter, and... There was two people in front of me. Plus at the counter. The lady. That was outside. So basically she came in. And two people came in after her. She didn't have any part of her brain. fought to tell the people outside. That the shop was open. No part of her brain. Seemed to. Um, work that way. So. Yeah, maybe the word is selfish I don't, who knows and but I'm not really in a hurry to be fair I don't really care I'm just there waiting patiently there's a, a lovely a lady came along and said is this a cue I said yeah and I realised that probably sounded a bit rude I said uh, I said something jovial to try and sort of be humorous or something. Because I, I was just, I kind of had enough of the day to be fair. And then someone else came and started queuing, and he was standing close to me, but in a different direction. And I, I think I said out loud, distance, distance, and it's I think my social skills are starting to decrease uh, with time, maybe with age, but with certain situations. Anyway, I got eventually got to to the point, another member of staff came out and was serving, and there was this big gap between the counter and the patients. So I had to shout out what my name was. Loud. And my address. It's like I don't really want to be shouting out my personal details. You know. In public. Uh, anyway I did. And. I So I got my prescription. Which is for the month. So there's a f- quite a few items there. All the bipolar medication and stuff. And. There was this. So sort the of man, I think, was about to move to get served because the lady said, Who's next? And I said, no, no, that lady over there, she's next. And then I left. I said, Thank you. Take care of yourselves. Be safe. In my most positive voice. And I left. Now, then, what happened then? Went and got the money from the cash point machine. Went to go to the toilet, but the public toilet was closed. Every single public toilet was closed, everywhere. And so it went to Iceland was there. We thought we need to get food. He didn't have any food and I I still I needed food as well. So I'm walking out, got my bag with my prescription, big bag of prescriptions in it, got a bottle of water and that's a couple of little bits in there. So walk up to Iceland quite a few cars in the car park considering McDonald's is closed all of the home stores you know the, the carpet shops all those the uh, clothes shops all those were all all closed and um, I think Argos was open which I'm not sure why well, at least it was it might not be it was open on yeah, it was open a couple of days back. Anyway, went into Iceland thinking there was going to be a queue. But there wasn't a queue. There's no queues outside. They were just letting people in. There was no monitoring, no keeping people at a distance, nothing like that. They were just letting everyone in to do whatever they wanted to do, to walk around and be near, near each other and so it was like I guess a self-regulation situation but and most people were pretty good to be fair but not everybody can comprehend I think like distance you know I'm not great with it like two foot or two metres I'm not really sure what two metres is but you know it's I kind of think spitting distance. is <laughs> But without like really like putting your head up really high because you can get a lot more distance that way. But just, I guess that would be sort of the distance, two metres. Not that I would spit at someone, but not this day and age, you go to prison for that. And going there, I get a big... Trolley. I don't uh, just a basket, not a trolley of stuff. So I got fifty pound. I spend thirty five pound on food, and uh, so hopefully that I've got enough to get me through till next week. And then my friend was getting his food as well. He went off. He put his stuff on the on the the conveyor belt, and then went off to get something else. And there was a queue starting to build up. And I thought, oh. So I just said to the, the lady in the the counter, I said, that was my friend, wasn't it? So said, said, just put it through, it's fine, I'm with him. And, uh, and I started to pack the stuff up in bags, his stuff. And then he came back and put his, you know, the thing that you, I don't know, a bag of twigs or whatever he bought, um, some tampons or something. So he put them onto the, conveyor belt and you know paid and did that so i'm putting this stuff into the bags because the queue is really growing like quite long there's about 10 people only one person working on the tills so i'm feeling for her i'm thinking okay and also the level of patience i felt is reduced in me so i'm guessing it's the same with other people and they were talking and looking over it. And I think, oh. So I put my bag, the bag I already had, the trolley, the bag was in the trolley, I think. I put it on one side, on the other counter that wasn't being used, unpacking his stuff up. I let the man behind me go before me, because he only had a couple of items. But then the person behind him had a big trolley, so I thought... I let him go through it and then I'll just put my stuff in. And I'm pretty quick with bagging stuff up and, you know, so I'd sort of get it done fairly quickly. And then I was like, I fell in love with someone that was, had a big trolley, absolutely beautiful woman there, like, wow. And so I was a little bit entranced in that moment by her which is weird and she was looking at me as if like oh, can you hurry up please you know she had she, def- she definitely wasn't in love with me which is fine and then this man does his stuff my friend just walks out but like, leaves me to it He's like I okay, will pack your stuff up don't let me in mind will you so I had to pack my own stuff up so admittedly he had a dog outside so he did need to go outside but that's I just want to moan. I like to moan. And I packed my stuff up. So I got three carrier bags of stuff £35 or £34, something like that. So I pay on a card. Like with sp- no, I pay. I had to pay with cash. Yeah, I had to pay with cash. There was no. To be fair, I could have left the money on the card, couldn't I? And just drawn out 15, give it 10, but we're supposed to be paying cards, but normally I do. I rarely touch cash these days. I've rarely got any cash, but I don't generally just pay on a debit card. But anyway, I pay for the stuff. And it's all heavy, three bags of thank you. A lady comes out and starts to open, there's another till up. And... uh, She said, Are you two together, me and my friend? And my friend said, No, we're just friends or whatever else. And he said, Oh, no, I didn't mean like that. I said, "Uh, No, it's fine. We're we're just working through some things at the moment, (laughs) going through relationship counselling. And he didn't seem to find it very funny. I was just joking. Anyway, he's outside. I come, I get my stuff, I go outside, and then we've got to catch the bus. And of course I'd say to the lady, take care of yourself, keep safe. And she says, you say that to everyone, don't you? I said, yeah, I do. She said, I thought so. I said, well, why? She said, well, it just seemed to flow off your tongue a little bit too easily. It didn't seem any passion. It's very, f- almost false, the way you said it. Like you're reading off a piece of paper. I said, well, actually, I, I was... I was reading off a piece of paper. She said, "Where's the paper?" I said, "Okay, it's my hand." I showed him. I've pulled my hand in it. I said, "Keep well, keep safe, take care." She said, "Have you really wrote that on your hand?" I said, "Yeah." I just, I just, I wanted to show my appreciation to the the retail sector. I knew, you know, I just, just, I think it's important. She said, well, it was very nice, but a bit strange. I said, yeah, but trust me, it's you say that a lot, do you? She said she showed me her hand. <laughs> a bit nice, but a bit strange. It was on a f- very strange conversation, weird. Anyway, I bag- get me bags. I go out, and we get just to the end, and we see the bus is parked at the bus stop. So we're kind of moving, waving our hands at the bus. And then the bus indicates to go out. He can see us. I mean, there's not a lot going on. And if he can't see us, he shouldn't be driving a bus, basically. And oh, neither of us are small, you know. So it's like, come on. So I'm And we're both weighed down with lots of bags. And he's got a dog. And it's like the bus pulls out we only we couldn't run it was too too way down I ran a little bit and he starts shouting at the bus stop stop the bus driver doesn't he walks in the road he stops all the traffic <laughs> there's two cars in front of the bus and he just walks out in front of them and stops the cars until the bus stops and he orders the bus driver to open the door and the bus driver does and the bus driver starts shouting at us saying Yo, you're holding up all the traffic and I look behind and I said, there's one car behind you one car there's hardly any traffic on the roads there's nobody on the bus this is the easiest t- job you've ever had in your life right now, being a bus driver there's no passengers so when you see a passenger perhaps you should let them on but he was shouting, I didn't say I said that to myself but he was shouting now I'm not a big fan of being shouted at and I'm never going to forgive him (laughs) That's one of those things. I will not be shouted at by anybody. And I was like, what on earth? Get on, you... He like, but he still let us on. And then my friend goes up and starts chatting to him while he's driving along, distracting the driver. Like, you know, let's walk in the road, stop all the traffic. Now we're going to distract the driver that was rude to us. It was like a surreal, really surreal day and I said to him when I got off the bus why were you being friendly to him he said oh he was alright he was just talking about the dog I said he was shouting us you can never forgive someone that shouts at you and he was just laughing at me I thought, okay I get home I'm so tired so tired and the bags are heavy as well the whole experience from 10 o'clock and it was 3 o'clock by the time I got home. So from 10 o'clock on the phone all the way through into town um, the phone calls hassling my friend in the end to actually in order to get money and then the whole thing waiting outside the pharmacy and then waiting inside the pharmacy and then going to to Iceland and that whole process and then people staring and you know sort of like what you're doing why almost I felt like people were looking at my shopping and judging me on whether or not it was essential goods and my argument is this If a shop is open, because it's an essential shop to be open, then every item in that shop that's for sale is essential. And if it's not essential, they shouldn't sell it. Simple as that. Because I had like a tub of ice cream, some sponge cakes and stuff. I I have a belly to maintain and it's not all I bought I also bought food and stuff but you know I bought a few little man if you can't have a little treat yourself with some little bits and bobs then you know I think it's, it's important to be to do nice little things for yourself maybe not every day like me but, or every hour But. and I was walking back and I was just so tired so tired got back indoors and I realise I'm carrying some stuff of his so I get that out of the carry bag give that to him no wonder my bag was heavy and I get in Andre's decided to do a massive poo right in front of the front door as I walk in luckily I miss it but it means I had to change the paper straight away because I couldn't put the at the moment I've got this uh, video TV stand that I stand in front of the front door because it stops Andre from scratching at the front door but it's heavy but also I can't put it down if he's already done a nice fresh patch of poo so I have to change that paper as soon as I get back which is not what I really wanted to be doing so obviously I washed my hands I probably washed my hands twice at this point probably washed my hands first of all from being on the bus and being out and then I washed my hands again after I've cleaned up his mess and then I put my shopping away put the stuff in the freezer put the stuff in the fridge and I'm thinking I'm going to have some tea cakes and a can of coke which is one of my little treats it's one of my little it's a thing that I do it's a little routine and I watch Minder which is one of my favourite things to do so at this point it's half past three And then I look around, and I think, "Where's my prescription? Where's my medication?" And it's a big bag of medication. It's not like a small bag. So I go, I go back into the kitchen. I look through the bags. Not there. I phone my friend up. I said, "Is it in one of your bags?" Because I might have. Because I was filling your bags up. Maybe I put some of your stuff in that bag that I had. And he said, no, it's not any in any of my bags. He said, well, where could it be? I said, "Paul, well, it's either, it can only be two places, either Iceland or on the bus. <sighs> so I found up Iceland first. Because I recollected putting down the basket on the other counter, which is something that I wouldn't normally do. It's just because I was letting someone through, and I was helping my friend to pack. That's why doing lots of different things at the same time isn't always a good idea. Um, I never want to do it again, actually. Either never. Never doing this again. That's the last time this ever happens. Just, no. <laughs> no. And I phone up Iceland. And I actually have to look up the telephone number online, of course. And I was surprised. I actually got through to that that precise store. I was like, wow. Get through. And I said, hi, I left a bag there that had my prescription in. She said, yeah, I've got it here. I said, oh... I, she said, can you confirm who you are? Because I said, yeah. And I gave her my name and my address. She said, yeah, I've got, got your prescription here. And we were laughing at someone, the medication that you have. I said, what? She said, nothing. And... Um, It was like, oh, she said, do you, do you wanna, are you gonna come and get it now? I said, no, I can't, I can't do any more. She said, what, why, why? I said, no, don't worry. Uh, you're gonna to have to listen to my recording later if you want, if you wanna know about it. But I'm, I'm frazzled. And she said, okay, well, you can come and collect it tomorrow if you want, I said, thanks. She said, it'll be in the office and I said, okay so that was that I had a couple of tea cakes some coke a can of coke but I didn't drink m- all of it watched probably half of uh, Minder which started at twenty to four I had to go I had to go to bed I don't normally go and lay down just after eating straight away after eating. But I was just it wasn't even just tiredness, but it was I had no I had to lie down. Which I did for I don't know, three, four I think it was till six, six o'clock, just after six o'clock. Probably maybe Hour and a half, hour and three quarters, something like that. And I think Andre was on the bed with me and got up. And then I went to the garage because I needed some other stuff that I couldn't, hadn't got, I wasn't able to get at the Iceland. So I spend the next, the last bit of money I've got in there and then come back, uh, they've got this big spit screen up or like a, and I've got these, <laughs> they've got these things on the floor where people have to stand, like a little block, like a coloured, coloured circle that's where people have to stand away from each other which i think they should anyway because they basically up each other's bums sometimes so close to each other you can you can feel them breathing on the back of your neck it's like it's like an english teacher at school all over again it's like oh I don't like this and so and the one of the blokes in there in the garage there's three people working behind a counter there's never that many people working there no, no customers and he said can you jump from one to the other I said I can give it a go and then the lady behind the counter said no, no don't do that you might hurt yourself and I said she said it's slippery it's slippery I said yeah to be fair there's a chance it could hurt my knee so I thought no I won't do it then and uh, she took my money I left of course I said uh, remember you'll take care of yourselves be well stay safe and uh, I left and one of them called me back she said excuse me I said yeah she said, is that the same order as you normally say it I looked at my hand and I said I'm not sure she said well it's on your hand isn't it I said no it got smudged I was I was sweating earlier and I and I, uh, I wiped my head she said oh, wait a minute and she looked at my forehead she said I can still see the word part of the word safe on there oh how cute I said it's not really is it it's just ink she said I know but the fact that it's transferred of course it's back to front but you know I said yeah I know anyway you're you know look after yourselves and they so said yeah you too and I left walked home and that was the end of the actually the, the man in the in the garage said I'm sorry to hear about your your little boy and I thought what I thought, well, what's happened to him? Because, you know, I've I've been gone for a few hours. And she said, oh, someone said that he'd passed away. I said, what? I said, but I'd just seen him and I'd already been home. And I thought, no, no, he's fine. He said, oh, must be someone else. I said, it doesn't matter then, does it? (laughs) He said, Yeah it does I said Yeah I know it does Shouldn't have said that Sorry He said You're very rude I said You know I've been told that A lot lately And uh, We had a little dance Then I left And uh, That's it Came home I had another sleep And Now I'm doing this recording so that was the story of Friday the was it the 28th wasn't it, I think it's the 29th now it's definitely the first on Wednesday Tuesday would be the 31st Monday would be the 30th. Sunday would be the 29th. Saturday, which is now, would be the 28th. Yeah. Yeah. So Friday the 27th of March. 2020. So yeah, that was the, that was the whole story. Oh, one of my neighbours gave me... He said last night, he said, I want to give you a gift. because so he knocked on my door, but I kept distance and he wanted to ask me something. He needed to um, borrow something, so I said, OK. But he kept at a distance, and I thought, I'm not letting anyone in there, uh if I can avoid it. And he said, I've got a gift for you. I said, OK. But he didn't tell me what it was, and I thought, that's a bit strange a gift, and then I'm talking to my friend who would, when we got back from town, you know, from town, and this bloody came up and he said, "Here's your gift." So he handed it to me, but from he, you know, put it on the on the floor, so I picked it up. So we kept that distance. And again, and it was a little ferret, like a little porcelain ferret, like tiny little thing it's so cute um, one of the best presents I've had for a long time it's it's small enough to stand on top of a um, plug socket you know the, the sockets that are on the wall that you put plugs into it's small enough to fit on the top of one of those so I have I've got it I want it to be somewhere I could see it and I'm a little bit worried that I might start to collect ferret toys. <laughs> this might be the start of a new collection. But it's a beautiful little thing. So I might start to... Yeah. And the good thing about that thing over there is it doesn't poo everywhere. So that's nice. It doesn't bite me. doesn't wake me up. doesn't scratch at the front door. But then it doesn't kiss me and give me cuddles and tell me how much he loves me and tell me that I'm the best daddy in the whole wide world. Not yet. He's got to get got, got to get to know me, hasn't he, I suppose. Anyway, I'm going to go. So thank you very much for listening. Remember to be kind to yourself because you deserve to be happy. Lots of love. Bye.